0: This is a podcast by the positive psychology people. Building a career in fulfillment. Do what aligns your values. Have you ever wondered why do we have to work? What is work? And why does working seem so natural in every country in the world? Is it normal, natural, and healthy? We are part of the jungle. Not too long ago, I say not too long ago because um, 30 or 40,000 years is not too long from the perspective of our planet's age. What was it like to wander in the African savannah or in the Siberian plateau back then? And then about 5 or 6,000 years ago, uh, working became a thing, starting with ancient Egypt and uh, Mesopotamia. But well, it was not until the time of the Industrial Revolution, when uh, full-time jobs became part of people's lives. And when, then here we are today, where work is everywhere, so are our bills, taxes, and pension schemes. So why do we spend so much of our free time committing to eight hours a day, five days a week work, Um Throughout 60 years or 70, depends how many years do we work. Some of us are looking for fulfillment, but not so many of us believe that fulfillment can be confused with monetary gratification. Consider the following question when asked to someone on his or her deathbed. What do you wish you would have spent more time doing? I doubt that they would say that they would have been better off spending more time eating peanut butter sandwiches or playing on playstation, although I guess a tiny minority of us would not mind these activities to do all their lives. I think most of us would opt to say something like, I wish I had spent more time making something meaningful, like studying to be an ornithologist, to help different bird species to survive this era of global warming. Or, I wish I could spend more time with my loved ones and build everlasting, beautiful memories together. The Greeks have a word for this, and it is eudaimonia. It is more accurately understood as a concept of human flourishing or well-being that goes beyond simply feeling good or experiencing pleasure. And to get there, we are required to cultivate virtues such as wisdom, courage, justice, and self-control And living a life of purpose and meaning We, over the millennia, have become accustomed to being part of an organization, of a religious cult, of a nation Or of an international establishment because we think we can achieve more Joining something bigger than us for the greater good of mankind we are very much aware of the values of companies they stand for and we are very much disgusted to see and realize that some of the companies play lip service to their values. We are happy to remain with the company if they stay true to their values and attitudes. In a way when we say this is a good city to believe to, to be and live in or this is a good university to study, or these are good people to remain friends with them, we are saying that we are fulfilled by doing so. We in the West have incorporated the Roman way of virtues. Think veritas, meaning honesty. So when your manager is honest about the services or products you are offering to customers, it leads to higher reputation. You know this, um, when your customer or. Customers are coming back to you to purchase more of your products and services But the balance between honesty and diplomacy needs to be kept You don't want a boss who is too honest with you Hurting your feelings will plunge your morale down below underground um, Your self-esteem and productivity follows shortly after that How about equity, safety and providence? yes you have heard uh, heard of them thanks to the Romans again these values uh, are now part of most organizations most not so sure though if we travel to the other side of the of our blue planet we land into the land of fire unleashing dragons and smiling Buddha. indeed in the place of Confucius the way people do business uh, there is a bit difference They tend to place higher emphasis on superior and subordinate relationships between the ruler and the subject, parents and children, husband and wife, teacher and student. Um, Is there a justice and harmony between rulers and subordinates, or is it all authoritarian there, you may ask? This blog is probably not the best to discuss and to give a fair answer to this question, but let us concentrate on the brighter side. It works. At least in principle, this is not about submissive consent of the weak to the strong, but rather a call for mutual respect and working together for the common good. I can imagine such a workplace where workers um, uh, works towards towards what is right, rather than what is advantageous, and to practice reciprocity, can you? You may ponder. How does a company in the Far East sell its products and services? If um, you always do what is right, then how do you make big profits? Like, think Coca-Cola or McDonald's. Is it right to sell diabetes or obesity? In the West, we are drawn into charisma, the charisma of our product. For instance, the lush and the speciality that comes with it another thing we are drawn into is knowledge think educational and entertaining services such as YouTube or Netflix we love to be entertained and uh, enlightened yet then in the Far East they love to do the right thing and stay calm indeed an old Hindu legend depicts this precisely the master sits under a tree and the pupil sits right beside him the master is 17 years old whereas the pupil is actually 70 years old. The master just sits there and stays in silence. The pupil pupil enthusiastically listens to the silence of his master and all his doubts disappear. Age, knowledge, entertainment and even honesty play lesser roles, whereas reciprocity and harmony play more. But then in our Western world companies we like the idea of charity and giving. The co op group is not just about food selling, it's how they are selling by promoting sustainability and fair trade or Lush a cosmetics in skincare. But it is not just about Lush, they care about packaging waste and they stand up for environmental causes. We indeed are interested in the vision and the mission of a company. Slogans and logos are nice but we are inclined to see what is behind big words. And we can only see theory in practice if we observe the day-to-day practice of corporations, companies and local firms. Moreover, uh, we want to be treated with respect as employees. In a transactional management style, the management is like um, an authoritative parenting style And this kind of parenting style leads to children who are cooperative and socially responsible While these traits are welcomed, Um, who is this kind of management for? Well, this style is for employees who are looking for a sense of security and predictability As employees know what to expect of them and what they will receive in return for meeting these um, expectations Or is this really for them? At McDonald's, the procedures are simple. You start your day by flipping burgers and you end your day doing the same. Amazon is the same. You pick and pack all day long. I truly wonder, are these workers not exploiting themselves? They are constantly fighting to just make ends meet. By the time they go home, They are too tired to do anything more creative. Certainly in the Western countries companies no longer exploit employees because they are free to change their jobs anytime, no strings attached. The situation sadly may be different in places like Bangladesh or Moldova. Um, We have come a long way. We value organizations who treat us as individuals and not just a pair of hands. Autonomy means innovation, it means placing us in jobs which allows us to do what we can do um, I people what we can do our best And a company that values its employees values its customers as well It is a useful chain reaction In other words, we are looking for a company where the spirit of law transcends the letter of law and Let us not forget diversity and inclusion Employees may value diversity and ex- inclusivity, recognizing and respecting the difference uh, differences in background perspectives and express, expressing among colleagues and customers. An uncomplicated example is the service-based industry like tourism and hospitality. Think better customer service. Having a diverse team can help an organization to better understand and serve its diverse customer base. Employees from diverse backgrounds can bring a variety of perspectives and cultural understanding to their work, enabling them to uh, better meet uh, the needs of the customers. Overall, working for a good company is like studying in a good school, where the intent of the school is more than just teaching uh, teaching you to multiply and conjugate verbs. Or giving your diploma as a celebration of your achievements, it teaches us good behavior and help us become the adults we want to be. It's a fulfilling journey to become a lifelong learner. Our workplace should be the continuation of our school. Here we are welcome uh, to use our knowledge to create value, which ultimately is by the people and for the people. So it is a lifelong learning. Meets lifelong value creation. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and comment. Visit our website at thepositivepsychologypeople.com and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The Positive Psychology People is dedicated to sharing the evidence based science of what makes a life worth living. Please share this episode with friends or family or anyone you think might find it valuable. Thank you for your support.